Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. First Canto, Chapter 2, Texts 1 through 5. Srimad Bhagavatam, First Canto, Chapter 2, Divinity and Divine Service. Text 1. Ugrashrava, Sutta Goswami, the son of Ramaharshana, being pleased with the questions of the Brahmins, thanked them and thus attempted to reply. Report by Srila Prabhupada. The sages of Namasharanya asked Sutta Goswami six questions, and so he is answering them one by one. Text 2 Srila Sutta Goswami said, let me offer my respectful obeisances unto that great sage, Sukadev Goswami, who can enter the hearts of all. When he went away to take up the renounced order of life, sannyas, leaving home without undergoing reformation by the sacred thread ceremony, his father, Vyasadev, cried out to him, Oh, my son! Indeed, only the trees echoed in response to the begrieved father. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The institution of Varna and Ashram prescribes many regulative duties to be observed by its followers. Such duties enjoin that a candidate willing to study the Vedas must approach a bona fide spiritual master and request acceptance as his disciple. The sacred thread is a sign of those who are competent to study the Vedas from the Acharya, or the bona fide spiritual master. Sri Sukadev Goswami did not undergo such purificatory ceremonies, because he was a liberated soul from his very birth. Generally, a man is born as an ordinary being, and by the purificatory processes, he is born for the second time. When he sees a new light and seeks direction for spiritual progress, he approaches a spiritual master for instruction in the Vedas. The spiritual master accepts only the sincere inquirer as his disciple and gives him a sacred thread. In this way, a man becomes twice-born, or dvija, after qualifying as a dvija, one may study the Vedas. And after becoming well-versed in the Vedas, one becomes a vipra. A vipra, or a qualified Brahmin, thus realizes the Absolute and makes further progress in spiritual life until he reaches the Vaishnav stage. The Vaishnav stage is the postgraduate status of a Brahmin. A progressive Brahmin, must necessarily become a Vaishnav, 
for a Vaishnava is a self-realized, learned Brahmin. Srila Sukadev Goswami was a Vaishnava from the very beginning. Therefore, there was no need for him to undergo the processes of the Varnashram institution. Ultimately, the aim of the Varnashram Dharma is to turn a crude man into a pure devotee of the Lord, or a Vaishnava. Anyone, therefore, who becomes a Vaishnava, accepted by the first-class Vaishnava, or Uttama Adhikari Vaishnava, is already considered a Brahmin, regardless of his birth or past deeds. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted this principle and recognized Srila Haridas Thakur as the Acharya of the Holy Name, although Thakur Haridas appeared in a Mohammedan family. In conclusion, Srila Sukadev Goswami was born a Vaishnava, and therefore Brahmanism was already included in him. He did not have to undergo any ceremonies. Any low-born person, be he a Kirata, Huna, Andra, Pulinda, Pokasa, Abira, Shumba, Yavana, Kasa, or even lower, can be delivered to the highest transcendental position by the mercy of Vaishnavas. Srila Sukadev Goswami was the spiritual master of Sri Sutta Goswami, who therefore offers his respectful obeisances unto Srila Sukadev Goswami before he begins his answers to the questions of the sages of Namasharanya. Text 3. Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto him, Sukha, the spiritual master of all sages, the son of Vyasadeva, who, out of his great compassion for those gross materialists who struggle to cross over the darkest regions of material existence, spoke this Purana, supplement to the Vedas, the cream of Vedic knowledge, after having personally assimilated it by experience. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. In this prayer, Srila Sutta Goswami practically summarizes the complete introduction of Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam is the natural supplementary commentary of the Vedanta Sutras. The Vedanta Sutras, or the Brahma Sutras, were compiled by Vyasadeva with a view to presenting just the cream of Vedic knowledge. Srimad Bhagavatam is the natural commentary on this cream. Srila Sukadev Goswami was a thoroughly realized master of the Vedanta Sutra, and consequently he also personally realized the commentary, Srimad Bhagavatam. And just to show his boundless mercy upon bewildered materialistic men who want to cross completely over nations, he recited for the first time this confidential knowledge. There is no point in arguing that a materialistic man can be happy. No materialistic creature, be he the great Brahma or an insignificant ant, can be happy. Everyone tries to make a permanent plan for happiness, but everyone is baffled by the laws of material nature. 
Therefore, the materialistic world is called the darkest region of God's creation. Yet the unhappy materialists can get out of it simply by desiring to get out. Unfortunately, they are so foolish that they do not want to escape. Therefore, they are compared to the camel, who relishes thorny twigs because he likes the taste of the twigs mixed with blood. He does not realize that it is his own blood and that his tongue is being cut by the thorns. Similarly, to the materialist, his own blood is as sweet as honey, and although he is always harassed by his own material creations, he does not wish to escape. Such materialists are called karmis. Out of hundreds and thousands of karmis, only a few may feel tired of material engagement and desire to get out of the labyrinth. Such intelligent persons are called jnanis. The Vedanta Sutra is directed to such jnanis. But Srila Vyasadeva, being the incarnation of the Supreme Lord, could foresee the misuse of the Vedanta Sutra by unscrupulous men, and therefore he personally supplemented the Vedanta Sutra with the Bhagavat Purana. It is clearly said that this Bhagavatam is the original commentary on the Brahma Sutras. Srila Vyasadeva also instructed the Bhagavatam to his own son, Srila Sukadeva Goswami, who was already at the liberated stage of transcendence. Srila Sukadeva realized it personally and then explained it. By the mercy of Srila Sukadeva, the Bhagavat Vedanta Sutra is available for those sincere souls who want to get out of material existence. Srimad Bhagavatam is the one unrivaled commentary on Vedanta Sutra. Sripad Sankaracharya intentionally did not touch it because he knew that the natural commentary would be difficult for him to surpass. He wrote his Sarerakya Basya, and his so-called followers deprecated the Bhagavatam as some new presentation. One should not be misled by such propaganda directed against the Bhagavatam by the Mayavad school. From this introductory shloka, the beginning student should know that Srimad Bhagavatam is the only transcendental literature meant for those who are paramahamsas and completely freed from material disease called malice. The Mayavadis are envious of the personality of Godhead, despite Sripad Sankaracharya's admission that Narayan, the personality of Godhead, is above the material creation. The envious Mayavadi cannot have access to the Bhagavatam. But those who are really anxious to get out of this material existence may take shelter of this Bhagavatam, because it is uttered by the liberated Srila Sukadeva Goswami. It is the transcendental torchlight by which one can see perfectly the transcendental absolute truth, realized as Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan. Text 4. Narayanam namaskritya 
narang chaiva narotamam, devim sarasvatam vyasam, tato jayan udirayat. Before reciting this Srimad Bhagavatam, which is the very means of conquest, I offer respectful obeisances unto the personality of Godhead, Narayan. Unto Nara Narayan Rishi, the supermost human being. Unto Mother Saraswati, the goddess of learning. And unto Srila Vyasadeva, the author. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. All the Vedic literatures and the Puranas are meant for conquering the darkest region of material existence. The living being is in a state of forgetfulness of his relationship with God due to his being overly attracted to material sense gratification from time immemorial. His struggle for existence in the material world is perpetual, and it is not possible for him to get out of it by making plans. If he at all wants to conquer this perpetual struggle for existence, he must re-establish his eternal relation with God. And one who wants to adopt such remedial measures must take shelter of literatures, such as the Vedas and the Puranas. Foolish people say that the Puranas have no connection with the Vedas. However, the Puranas are supplementary explanations of the Vedas, intended for different types of men. All men are not equal. There are men who are conducted by the mode of goodness, others who are under the mode of passion, and others who are under the mode of ignorance. The Puranas are so divided that any class of men can take advantage of them and gradually regain their lost position and get out of the hard struggle for existence. Srila Sutta Goswami shows the way of chanting the Puranas, this may be followed by persons who aspire to be preachers of the Vedic literatures and the Puranas. Srimad Bhagavatam is the spotless Purana, and it is meant for those who desire to get out of the material entanglement permanently. Text 5. O sages, I have been justly questioned by you. Your questions are worthy because they relate to Lord Krishna and so are of relevance to the world's welfare. Only questions of this sort are capable of completely satisfying the self. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Since it has been stated herein before that in the Bhagavatam the absolute truth is to be known, the questions of the sages of Namasharanya are proper and just because they pertain to Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the absolute truth. In Bhagavad Gita 15.15, the Personality of Godhead says that in all the Vedas there is nothing but the urge for searching after him, Lord Krishna. Thus, the questions that pertain to Krishna are the sum and substance of all Vedic inquiries. The whole world is full of questions and answers. The birds, beasts, and men are all busy in the matter of perpetual 
questions, and answers. In the morning, the birds in the nest become busy with questions and answers. And in the evening also, the same birds come back and again become busy with questions and answers. The human being, until he is fast asleep at night, is busy with questions and answers. The businessmen in the market are busy with questions and answers. And so also the lawyers in the court and the students in the schools and colleges. The legislators in the parliament are also busy with questions and answers. And the politicians and the press representatives are all busy with questions and answers. Although they go on making such questions and answers for their whole lives, they are not at all satisfied. Satisfaction of the soul can only be obtained by questions and answers on the subject of Krishna. Krishna is our most intimate master, friend, father, or son, an object of conjugal love. Forgetting Krishna, we have created so many objects of questions and answers, but none of them are able to give us complete satisfaction. All things but Krishna give temporary satisfaction only. So if we are to have complete satisfaction, we must take to questions and answers about Krishna. We cannot live for a moment without being questioned or without giving answers. Because the Srimad Bhagavatam deals with questions and answers that are related to Krishna, we can derive the highest satisfaction only by reading and hearing this transcendental literature. Because the Srimad Bhagavatam deals with questions and answers that are related to Krishna, we can derive the highest satisfaction only by reading and hearing this transcendental literature. One should learn the Srimad Bhagavatam and make an all-around solution to all problems pertaining to social, political, or religious matters. Srimad Bhagavatam and Krishna are the sum total of all things.